Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about transmog coming to Destiny. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you could probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. And if you're listening to the audio version or you want to find just the podcast version of these episodes, look for SNTR Presents on any podcast platform and you will find them there. If you're on YouTube, thank you for the support there. It's been great. The YouTube's been doing amazing. Thank you for that. Like, share, subscribe, hitting the bell button. Thank you for all the support on the other platforms. So there are some folks that are very, very happy about this. I'm sure folks have even, you know, they'll probably go to the comments and be like, oh man, Lona, are you mad about this? You didn't want transmog. I am glad they're bringing transmog in the way that they're doing it. I can concede the fact that like lots of people wanted transmog. I'll tell you what it is in a minute. If you're like, what's transmog? Um, I can concede the fact that like it was a pretty strong demand and request from the community. I always pushed back and had concerns about it being bad for the grind or kind of the enemy of grind. Um, and I think the way they're implementing it is exactly something I suggested in another video. I'm not taking credit. I'm just saying that's why I'm okay with it. Somebody was like, would you want transmog? I was like, if they did it, it would have to be something that you unlock on the item. So it's not suddenly something that's like minimizing grind in particular activities, especially activities like a raid where you go in and there's a very specific armor set that you, you know, you're going to want to go for. So transmog is when you get an item and then you can make any item look that way. And that was one of the concerns I had. So if you imagine the, you know, a non grind version of it would be, Hey, you got the raid helmet. You can now make any helmet for forever. Look like the raid helmet. You have unlocked that appearance. And I was always concerned about that being implemented in a way that would hurt the grind, especially in areas like Trials uh, and the Raid. Now, obviously, Trials has a whole host of problems, but that's what Transmog is. So I'm going to read you how they're discussing it. I'm going I'm to read you uh, the, the blog post. I'm going to talk about why they need to do this in a way that won't kill the grind. And then I want to end by talking about more customization because we've got some hints from Bungie about how there may be even more customization on the way since they're changing things that are sold in the Eververse. So this is the image. uh, I have the image on my phone of what they said. They said, we will be adding a transmogrification feature to Destiny 2. This will allow players to turn their armor into universal ornaments. We plan to allow players to do this with in-game effort or silver. This feature is in early development and is expected sometime during year four. So this is unlikely to be landing in September when year four begins. It'll probably land as a quality of life update in another season. That makes for like a good announcement, right? They can be like, yay. I like that they're calling it transmog too, because that's been a big request from the community. This isn't even really traditional transmog. It's leaning into the universal ornaments system that Bungie built and giving you the option to quote-unquote unlock it. And it's still in early development. So it sounds, I think, like a nice combination and middle ground between systems in Destiny that we know are important, which is grind and pursuit, and even, I would even say investment. This sounds like another form of investment, like you're investing in the actual armor piece. It's also interesting, I think, to see them announcing this when it's in its early stages. It's not ready, it's not going to be out anytime soon, and they're announcing it in its early stages. That, to me, I think, adds to the fact that Bungie knows that this is a very, very common request from the community. It's come up a lot recently, especially with the rise of ornamentation. After just a couple of seasons now, we have a lot of universal ornaments in our, you know, in our collections, especially if you were playing in the seasons leading up, and you have a lot of those armor sets that were just automatically unlocked 
as an armor ornament it became a very common request during the Q&A sessions people would bring it up all the time in my on my comments on my YouTube so and I know some folks are like oh but what buying for silver why would they do that you're basically buying an ornament it's no different than going into the into the Eververse store and saying I want that ornament or waiting and buying it with bright dust and in this case you would do something in in-game effort to unlock it which is rel- you know related to my second section here don't kill the grind I hope it takes more uh, than just like a couple of things. It needs to be a pretty significant investment or grind in my mind to unlock certain things, whether it's a helmet from Trials or a piece of armor from a raid. I would hope that it would really drive you back into that enga- those engagements and those encounters to continue to work on whatever that is. That feels like an investment. That feels like something that can maintain relevancy of a given you know activity so you're like well i can't get any drops this week from the raid i'm kind of done that's another subject entirely though i i do think they should let us run raids for non-powerful drops as many times as we'd like but if they keep the current system intact you'd be like well i already got my drops for the week but i'm working on transmog i want to unlock transmog on this helmet i didn't get a particularly good stat roll so i want to turn it into an ornament bear in mind they also said they're going to be better about armor pursuits and aspirational armor pursuits in the future so this isn't going to like supplant that like you're going to have good armor that you just use for forever and you just change the appearance by unlocking transmog I think the two are going to go well together to where you may do the aspirational armor pursuit and get a really good piece of armor and then you just can't seem to get the right one in the raid or the right stats or whatever and then you transmog it turn it into a universal ornament and now you can look the way that you want and have good stats because you know somebody is saying they got a 55 helmet from the flawless chest that's a perfect example of a piece of gear that you're probably not going to want to equip so i want to see them put this in the game in a way that promotes and increases i would even say maybe even enhances the grind so it's one more thing that you're sort of chasing and working on i am happy if they do that if this if they put this in a way in the game to where it hurts the armor grind i'm going to go back to my original sentiment and say traditional transmog doesn't really belong in destiny this sounds like they're doing it in a way where it will feel like another investment path and something else for you to work on to give you a little bit more control over what you look like. And that, you know, that's related to my last section here, more customization. I'm always pro pro more customization. A lot of folks never didn't really understand why I was anti-transmog. I wasn't against transmog in, in the realm of customization. I love seeing people being able to do and look exactly how they want to look, but I also want to respect old and new grinds and pursuits in a way that doesn't turn them into something trivial where, well, I got the full armor set and now I'm done. So I'm glad to see them doing more customization. I also think they may have plans for other forms of changing the way that your character looks. They are no longer going to sell legendary weapon ornaments. This could mean that's another thing that maybe it becomes an unlockable item on a gun. This is another great way to potentially get more people to spend money in the Eververse and buy silver. If you get a gun and can use it long enough to unlock an ornamentation for it, or spend silver just to get the ornament. Again, this is a great way to empower players to grind, invest, and pursue a certain way that they look, and if they just feel like spending the money, they can. If they're going to slice things up and deprioritize thematic things in the Eververse, legendary ornaments in the Eververse for weapons, this is another way to say, hey, 
This can complement your grind, enhance and add to it, or be like, nah, I'd rather just pay, I'd rather just pay money. And then you can use the silver. Some might say, oh, I'm concerned they're going to make the grind so painful and terrible. They're going to try and like squeeze us to spend money. I don't really think they're going to do it that way. And in any case, if I'm running more raids and more trials, and that's the activity you would think, I, I mean, I'm theorizing here, and that's the activity that unlocks transmog, that's kind of what we've been asking for anyway. A reason to continue to go flawless. A reason to continue to run, you know, raids. Now, I don't think that's good enough. As I said in my Eververse talk, I don't think vanity items or customization control is good enough on its own to keep going flawless or to keep running the raid. But it certainly adds, I think, more to that philosophical shift that we should be going out into the world and going out into the activities to adjust what we look like and what we're using in our loadout. And this is another, I think, you know, maybe thread in that theme, that thematic shift. If you read the TWAB, it really does feel like they're wanting to put more out in the game. An aspirational armor pursuit, an aspirational gun that can be, you can grind for it in either, you know, Vanguard uh, or Crucible. And now they're adding the ability for you to unlock transmog on an item. I think this is another great layer and more things that they should consider doing is... I don't know if they could do this with exotics, but with sunsetting, they may want to consider allowing people to start unlocking exotic ornaments if the exotic is going to be sunset. That's another discussion entirely. People are like, they're not going to sunset exotics. I think they might. And this also goes hand in hand with sunsetting legendaries. No longer selling the legendary ornaments, but allowing you to unlock it through in-game effort or buy it with silver if you want. The more customization you give us, the better. The only other thing I really would love to see some improvement upon is color placement from shaders. If I could rotate a shader, if you could allow me uh, to have a little bit more customization with the way the shaders land on certain items, and then maybe, can the item be worn, chipped, or brand new or shiny? I really like that in Anthem. That was one thing Anthem got right. They got a lot of things wrong, but they did get the customization, I think, in a, into a nice lane. So, Transmog is coming. We don't know when, but we do know that it is coming, and it's coming in a way that isn't going to work against the grind. It seems like it's going to work with the grind. We're going to transition to Q&A. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my Q&A session that followed my talk about Transmog coming to Destiny. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. And if you want to listen to these entire episodes as a podcast, just look for SNTR Presents on any of the podcast platforms, and you'll find the podcast there to subscribe to if you're watching on youtube hit like share subscribe and the bell button all of that helps me out thank you for the support on youtube so we're trying to keep q a more on subject so if i glide over questions or skip them it's because we're just starting and there's already a huge backlog so we're we're trying to be a little bit more controlling over q a to help with that uh xlandrel Will they make the in-game earning of transmogs harder to earn to incentivize silver purchases? I mean, I've already seen people sort of make this prediction that like Bungie's going to make it super, super grindy so that you feel motivated to spend silver. I really don't think they would do that. The current tone and sort of their approach to the Eververse and micro spending has been very, very good. We just did a video on the big Eververse updates and the talk and 
they're they're really trying to continue to meet us in the middle on Eververse. I don't think they would bring a long-awaited feature to the game, Transmog, and then corrupt it by being like, Bungie, this is absurd. I don't unlock Transmog until I complete the raid 300 times. Like, you know what I mean? They make it so absurd and so, you know, out of out of reach that no one no one does it. Everybody just feels like, well, the only way to get Transmog is to spend silver. Um, I think they're smart enough not to do that. So, in my mind, it'll be just go run this activity or do something in the game and invest, and then you know unlock it. The current the current tone around Eververse is way way more in line with what the community wants. So that that would feel out of left field. Coordinator, if earnable transmog is consumable single use, how expensive can it be without being a push to the silver option? Again, I think some people are misunderstanding this, so I allow these questions to be submitted even though they're basically not even understanding how it works. It's not a single use. It's it's a universal ornament. You are converting the piece of armor into a universal ornament. So it's not a single use thing. You do it and then that's that's a universal ornament. You have it all the time now. That's why paying for silver makes sense because you're essentially buying an ornament you're not you're not simply like you know oh i earned the weapon and i should or i'm sorry i earned the armor and then i also get the ornamentation so like right now if you come in here and you want to buy a single piece of i guess i can't do it you want to buy like a full set for silver you know it's 15 dollars for a full ornamental set so i mean that's that's three dollars per set so um it started with if Okay, why start a question with if coordinator when we know this isn't the case though? Your question doesn't make any sense then. Let's create and what if this happens when we know that's not going to happen? That's why, like, I'm telling you guys, like, I try not to be really scoldy, but you got to help me out. Like, submitting a question that is rooted in, like, that's not even how it's going to work. Like, what's the point in even discussing that? You know? Like, if transmog is, is a piece of candy how fast should we eat it it's like why even talk about that that's not real that's not how it's gonna work it's not a one-time use the twab literally says you're turning the armor into a universal ornament you know what i'm saying like it i try to be really chill about this but when there's 60 questions waiting for me i'm trying to let y'all know like just like read the twab and understand before maybe asking a question like this you know what i'm saying like i'm trying to be chill about it but it's like this is not even how it works so what's the point but i like i said i let it stay because it seemed like based off of the questions that i saw people were not understanding transmog they were like there was somebody saying can i buy transmogs from the eververse i'm like that's not even a thing from the twab this will allow players to turn their armor into universal ornaments doesn't counter uh one time since both parts are multiple I'm moving on. I don't want to debate with you. It's clear what it's going to do. I'm not splitting hairs about the TWAB. You're turning it into a universal ornament, meaning it'll be in the ornamental section. I'm moving on. Uh, the Leho. What, with the grind for good armor becoming somewhat separate from the grind for good-looking armor, do you think this may open the possibility for Bungie to delve even deeper into a complex armor stat mod system? That's not next on the docket. In my mind, they got to turn their sights to guns guns is the next thing they really really need to talk uh and talk about to us i would i would want some information but not just talk about it like that's where they need to set their sights because 
I think armor customization with respect to stats and mods is in a decent spot. I think they're going to have to do something about powerful friends, especially for hunters. Um, they don't really, they don't really have a, an answer to that. Like that, those armor sets, there's no reason to take them off. Like they're just unbelievably strong for certain armor builds. So I, I would not think that they need to do this suddenly like, oh, let, now let's double down. Let's go even deeper into complex armor stats, mod systems, etc. The other thing to consider here is there's no content built for that. All right. Grandmaster Nightfalls are not even built for insane complex levels of depth in the stats and the mod system. So they have to build, in my mind, they have to build an end game worthy of that level of investment and, and customization. Um, that's that's what I would think. I would think that if, if you're going to go this route where they get to a place where they say, hey, we really need to go deeper into this into the stats and the mod systems then they, they need content that, that, that requires that. Because even the current Grandmaster Nightfalls, it's just all the same one-dimensional form of pain where they're strong and you're not. So it turns into either like hide or tank. And there's not a lot of like depth in those stats. That's not like a common or complex thing. They need, I think, to create more complex endgame before they start doing this. Because then you're just combing over your build for no reason. And again, I think guns need to come first. I think guns are in dire need of depth and investment and mods and better perks. And I think armor's in a fine spot, with the exception of powerful friends. Kind of making it to where hunters never are really going to want to ever shuffle forward. Um, They're going to have to figure out a way to either, I don't know if they want to just nerf powerful friends or say this was not really the intended purpose of powerful friends just to give people bonus mobility because they did that around the same time that they tied mobility to the dodge timer and I think it's just, it's creating it's creating some builds that I don't, I just can't see you ever unseating should transmog be difficult? I'm wondering if this won't fit with the armor grind if it's too easy especially since the armor grind isn't the most clear and focused loot pursuit in the game. Well, you have to take these things together because they said they're going to be adding, you know, aspirational armor pursuit. You know, they said they haven't been very good about this. And they kind of haven't. Like, Garden of Salvation stats were were bad. The dungeon armor was embarrassingly bad. Like, I'm, I'm getting, you know, a piece of 49, you know, stat armor from the dungeon. And, and because it's fully masterwork, like nobody caught on to that, because um, it adds that bonus twelve. You know, so you're like, oh, cool! It's a sixty or a sixty-one or a, you know what I mean? You've, you're 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 not catching on to the fact that it's like a forty-eight or a forty-nine. Um. So they they're gonna add that as well as add this option, in addition to that. So if you're gonna do, oh, should transmog be difficult? I don't think it should be difficult. It should just be time consuming. If I get a helmet from a raid, I shouldn't be able to turn that into a universal ornament with, you know, 20 minutes of time. It should probably just require a bunch of raid runs while wearing the helmet or something. And then it becomes trans... And, oh, you unlock transmog. Congratulations. I would tie it to the activities. Oh, you got the chess piece from Trials. Well, you got to continue to play Trials to unlock the transmog. That, again, I think would be more of an enhanced or maybe even more of an extended grind as opposed to saying oh, well, we don't want it to be too hard or too difficult or too easy, so 
we're going to make it to where you can do it in an afternoon. And then somebody might be like, well, what's the point? Shouldn't all... If you're going to make it super easy, then all armor should just be universal ornaments. If, you know, at that case. I cannot believe you guys are still debating this. Universality doesn't imply permanence in the presence uh, but usability. Coordinator, you're wrong, so just, I would just let it go. Universal ornaments, as has been determined and defined by Bungie, universal ornaments are applicable forever. Bungie has already defined what a universal ornament is, and when you turn something into a universal ornament, it falls under that definition. Like, you are you are really trying to stretch here to defend the question like, oh, is it going to be a one-time use? Homie, they've already defined what a universal ornament is and how it functions. We don't have to question whether or not transmog will be, oh, it's a one-time universal ornament. That would be really, really odd. If they, for some reason, were breaking their pre-established rules of universal ornaments, I feel like they would have designated that. Also, they're in the early stages of this. They haven't even really defined it. They've been very generic because it's not even done. It's not It's not even going to land in September. So, I can say with confidence, if they equip us to convert a piece of armor into a universal ornament, it's going to fall under the, all the universal ornament rules. It says it right on the screen. Oh, is it literally in the description of Universal Ornaments? Equip this ornament on any Year 3 Legendary Armor set to change its appearance. Once you get a Universal Ornament, it's unlocked for all characters of the relevant class on your account. Well, it doesn't say forever there either. I'm just telling you, they've already established the way that they work. So... There were Iron Banner Ornaments that go on Iron Banner gear. Universal Ornaments go on any piece of Legendary Armor. In addition to going on any piece of armor, Bungie has also said universal ornaments are yours for forever. Like, that's the standard. It would be super confusing to have, like, universal ornaments from the season pass and the Eververse that last for forever, and, like, random ones that are a one-time use. What do you mean, one-time use? It's an ornament, so I put it on and I'm done? Oops, I wanted to see how it looked, and now it's consumed? There's no way they do that. There really isn't. Galaxy, sorry. In your opinion, will there be any in-game currency costs coming for Transmog now or in the future? I, how's that my opinion? Is Are you saying, do I think there will be? I don't know. They didn't say. They said in-game effort was the phrase that they used. That doesn't sound like currency to me, so I would just probably say it's a checklist of things to do with it with the armor equipped would be my guess. Um, so... Uh, Inazuma I've heard this argument made that the game needs ugly armor so other armor looks better in comparison I think all armor should be cool there there's some objectively less cool armor sets do you think that these are intentional design choices I mean this isn't true no to say there are some objectively less cool armor sets is like I I want to I want to insult this question is what I want to do. <laughs> it's like that's my instinct is to insult this question because it's so presumptive. You can't claim that. You can't. There are there are no objectively less cool armor sets. That's false. Like that's not a thing. I thought the Vice and the Amalon armor was awful looking. It was terrible. And there were people that thought it looked dope. I, 
What do you, you know what I'm saying? You can't. There are some ugly armor sets. Right. But to say the phrase, there are some objectively less cool armor sets is just false. It isn't true. It's all subjective. Appearance value statements are subjective by definition. You can't claim that. You just simply can't. Because there were some people that thought the Amalon and Vice stuff looked cool, you know? So I'm skipping because I can't stand that. I cannot stand those kind of claims. I, it, it, it grates against the, 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 the logical brain. It's like, I can't know. Uh-uh, you can't make that claim. Uh, hey, Lono, a lot of players are bashing Bungie with adding so much stuff from D1 to D2. Do you think that we need to see more new things in D2 with maps and new exotics? Well, okay. With, with maps... I'm, ne- I'm never going to give them grief on the maps because somebody somewhere made the horrific decision to go to 4v4 double primary. Those maps should just be removed from the game except for maybe Javelin. Uh, they had to bring back the maps because they were going back to other... the, the fast-moving, slightly faster uh, TTK, uh, 6v6, 3v3. Like they're, they're going back to what worked so well in Destiny 1. Sometimes you just got to admit that if something ain't broke, don't try to fix it. Like, just the age-old axiom that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. They reached into a structure that worked well, and they messed with it, they tinkered with it, and then they created maps for it. So now that they've decided, no, let's go back. Let's go back to 3v3 or 6s and faster movements and, and not double primary they had to bring back the maps that work better in that environment. So I'm not going to give them grief there. Thank you for the uh, the 400 bits uh, woeful tip. I'm not going to give them grief for that. On the exotics, again, I just don't care. I don't. I'm not like, I can't believe they're bringing back such and such exotic. I just don't care. I'm like, cool, it's a cool gun. How do I get it? How's it land in the current meta? I, You know what I mean? I don't get upset about that kind of stuff. So... If you're like, do you think we need more new things in D2 with maps and new exotics? I'm always going to say, as long as they're adding stuff to the game that I can chase and have good pursuits with, then I'm a happy camper. I don't care if the new exotic next season is a returning exotic or a brand new exotic. I genuinely don't care. It's just part of the game. It's part of the gameplay. It's part of the content loop. It doesn't bother me. I think people waste too much of their energy getting mad at things that at a fundamental level don't matter it's like if they can bring back exotics as opposed to designing new ones and we net more exotics every season so it's more exciting to like trot out an exotic with the season launch an exotic a couple weeks in and then maybe an exotic later on in the season maybe they can do more because they're not wasting time trying to build a brand new exotic every single season. Every every three months, you expect them to do a brand new exotic. They have to use some of that old capital, I would think. So, uh, 25 months from Joski, thank you. Oral B. We had tra- transmog in early D2, uh, specifically faction rallies. This is false. Was it good that way that it worked? Can we copy-paste that formula in D2 year 4? See, again, this is another time where I'm like, I don't really understand why you're asking this. They defined the way transmog is going to work, and it's great. You're describing something that's inferior, and that's not transmog. It was just ornamentation on specific armor sets that could be unlocked. Now, maybe that's what you mean. 
you had to do something with the armor to unlock the ornament. But again, that's backwards. That's not what transmog is. Transmog is do something on the armor to turn it into an ornament, not do something on the armor to unlock a specific ornament assigned to it. Now, I said they could do that with guns. Hey, here's this new legendary gun in the raid, and if you use it enough, you can unlock the ornament for it or buy it for silver. I think that'd be a great way to maybe generate more money and to give me something extra to do in the grind. Oh, yeah. All the weapons have an ornament that can be unlocked or purchased. Boom. Ship that. That's that. They'd probably generate a lot of money. I mean, that was the way the quest worked. But again, you just got it backwards. Like, you weren't turning the dead the dead orbit armor into an ornament. It had an ornament that came with it that you could unlock. This is a completely different system. And I'm being a stickler here because people will get confused and they'll take a video or a quote or a Reddit post or whatever and they'll get all confused and they'll get, oh yeah, Bungie just bringing back something that was already in the game. No, this is a whole new system that did not exist before. We did not have transmog in early D2 and faction rallies. That wasn't what it was. And the earning of it, again, was unlocking a predetermined ornament for it. You weren't turning your dead orbit helmet into an ornament that you could use everywhere. There's a huge difference between the two. They're they're not even remotely the same. So, we don't need to copy-paste that formula. Number one, because back then we didn't even have ornamentation the way we do now, the universal ornamentation. And number two that's a different system now I would say what you're outlining would be great for the weapons because they said we're no longer selling legendary weapon ornaments in the eververse so they could do what you're saying but instead do it on the guns like hey congratulations here's your dust rock blues use it enough and unlock the ornament or buy it for silver that could be again a great way to make some more money for the impatient people and then give the rest of us something else to grind for and chase. But transmog, as they've described it in the TWAB, will not function in the way that they did the uh, the, the, the 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 faction rallies. Uh, clap for you. So will every armor set we have now be automatically be transmogged? No. Again, some of this stuff's just answered in the TWAB. Would you rather them add a new material required for transmog or utilize existing materials already in the game? Some people are kind of getting stuck on this one too. They didn't say anything to me that indicates there'll be a material use. They said in-game effort. So it didn't sound to me like bright dust versus silver, right? Which would be grind for a material or spend real money. It said in-game effort. I I don't know. I would really hope that's not what they do. Because then you just run to spider, get the stuff that you need, and then buy it. Like, that's not an in-game effort. Like, anytime I want to transmog, I don't want to be like, oh yeah, take a trip to Spider. And again, that would completely invalidate the grind. It'd be too easy. You don't, If transmog's too easy, it invalidates armor grind, and it would... Why not just make them all automatic anyway, if that's the case? If all I gotta do is go to Spider and get some and get some Dustlight Shards, and then I'm done. Uh, same 14. Do you think that we would be able to make an exotic into an ornament? No. This could keep players' aesthetic while not limiting playstyle. This could also work if they sunset exotic armor. No, they'll never do this. And I mean, this would be... I don't think you're thinking about the ramifications of this. You're literally not wearing an exotic, but you get to have the appearance of it. Like, that just... I don't know. Everybody's like, well, but you said transmog wasn't wasn't in the spirit of Destiny. 
yeah, because traditional transmog wasn't in the spirit of Destiny. The way they're doing it is in the spirit of Destiny. It's a grind. It's something that you work and invest in to then earn, okay? It's not something that you just get. And second, like, the entire, like, purpose and theme and lore around exotics, it'd be ultra weird to be like, well, that guy looks like he's wearing Skull of the Dire Ahamkara and Phoenix Protocol and Geomags. What? You see what I'm saying? Like, I just, I think that would be awful. I don't, I don't know. That is one of the areas where I would argue against unfettered player freedom. With zero restrictions on the player whatsoever, I believe you would create something that would push against, I think, something that does make Destiny special. I, I do. I like that. Now, if I, I know there's a question in here somewhere. I think I saw it. Well, could I ornament this? Could I make Phoenix Protocol not look like Phoenix Protocol? Again, I don't think that that's a good idea. I think ornament. I think guns and exotics, exotic guns and armor, they should retain their appearance. It's it's one of the reasons I traditionally argued against transmog is the item is meant to look in a particular way because of either where it comes from or what it is. And so for chromatic fire to suddenly not look like I'm carrying around my dad's first cell phone, like that's just what that exotic looks like. It's just, that's it. And then if you take that away, it's suddenly like, well, now you're turning. Now what you're doing is, is you're turning an exotic is into a perk. It's just a perk. So the exotic isn't the exotic anymore. You're just you're just using the perk, and then you can make it look however you however you want. I just think exotic appearance too much goes into it uh, to allow this to happen. Um, you know, and then they do this too. They do ornamentation in the spirit of the exotic, so that still looks like skull of the dire Ahamkara. Um, it you know slightly different. It's got the skulls on it. Why am I keeping that one? Oh, I got a good roll. So. I I don't I don't want it to sound like I'm being too persnickety cuz I'm still I'm still a little bit like apprehensive about adding transmog. If they do it in a way again that respects grind rather than grates against it, then I'm I'm okay with it. But again, if you let this system reach too far, you can start to dilute some of the things that makes Destiny unique and special and has gear that has a certain feel and appearance and you're gonna you're gonna dilute that um if if you if you go too far somebody i think somebody it's 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 a question down the line so i'm just going to answer your question now should guns be transmogable within their archetype so i could make anything look like the spare rations any hand cannon no, I don't agree with that. That's not... I, that, I don't know. I, I, there's something in me that recoils at that. No. A, the gun is the gun. It's reload animation. It's appearance. No, I don't want that. Absolutely not. And, and I know people are like, why? Why not let people look how they want? You got to understand something. You're... Transmog as it is, ornamentation as it is, when they added universal ornaments... There is a slight, there is a slight, slight element of dilution that happens. I believe the good outweighs the bad. I believe the universal ornament system that they put into place is good. And it's, I accept some of that dilution that you have all kind of different pieces completely mismatched. Like, think about it like this. 
nobody looks at the name of the item anymore righteous gloves who gives a frick righteous boots that doesn't matter it just doesn't matter hood of the exile it doesn't matter i can take this hood of the exile and make it look like that i and make it look like something completely different so its name becomes relevant so the items lose some of their identity okay within the realm of the armor I take the good and the bad, weigh it, and say, more good than bad comes from this. You start coming over here, and I can make my spare rations, my dire promise look like a spare rations. I, I don't know. I, I feel like now you're really, really grading against one of the core tenets of Destiny, and that is, as a shooter, the guns, their look, their recoil, their feel, is part and parcel to what makes the game great, and if you can just make any gun look like any other gun, even if it's in the same archetype, making a dire look like a spare, or a spare look like a dire, I'm telling you, I, I just immediately recoil at that notion. I don't think that that's a good idea. Um, this is where all systems, I believe, need some level of restriction, or they will they will cannibalize whatever they're attached to. All systems, so transmog, ornamentation, all of it, it needs to be kept in check or just cannibalizes the game. And then in a year or two, you turn around and the name of the gun doesn't matter. The name of the armor doesn't matter. It's all, it's all, it becomes superfluous. It loses its identity at that point. What gun is that? Who gives a frick? It's got Zen slide shot and I, and I, and it looks like this other gun. I don't know. You're, you're taking away what makes a significant portion of what makes Destiny so good. Uh, Skay, Scape Pilgrim. I hope we can turn armor from collection into ornaments, or at least Bungie should allow to reacquire armor from collection. Yeah, I'm not sure how they're going to do that. I would like that as well. There are some armor pieces that I would love to turn into ornaments uh, from past uh, past seasons. With Transmog coming in... Can we expect the whole shader system to change or upgrade? It is quite bothersome to try to recreate, uh, to try out creating custom sets. Is there a chance they do something with shaders? Maybe, maybe. Um, just because it seems like they're setting their sights on customization, ornamentation, you know, arm, uh, not doing ornaments for legendary weapons anymore in the Eververse. You know, they're taking vanity items out of the Eververse and they're putting them in the world. Um, They're they're not going to gut the Eververse, but they are doing that. So I would say that shaders could use a little bit of a touch-up. I think the easiest thing they could do is just let me rotate the shaders application. That's it. That's all I need. That is all I need. I think shaders are fine. I think they've come up with some really, really great ones. I think that they've gotten really, really creative. But... I should be able to go to a shader like Bloody Tooth, okay? And I should be able... Well, that's a bad example because of the armor piece. Let me take off the Phoenix. Phoenix really it really hurts these uh, experiments. Um, here we go. So I should just be able to rotate the shader's application. So if I put on New Monarchy Succession, and for whatever reason, let's just say, I really want that bird to be gold and then I want the base color underneath to be red. I should be able to rotate this shader on that that item and get that application eventually. Maybe I want a black helmet 
and then I want this down here golden red. Again, I should be able to go to the individual armor piece and click a button to rotate the shader so that the color application rotates until I get the one that I want. It's the same four colors, you're just telling them to land in different spots. It's color by number, I mean, anyway. So, I don't know. For me, that's all I need with shaders. I don't I don't suddenly need uh, to be able to make my own shader. I don't suddenly need to be able to custom shader, none of that. All we need is the ability to rotate the shader. Flying mangoes. What would you consider a fair amount of in-game effort versus just using silver? This is one of those ones I probably should have deleted. I didn't see this one. Somebody asked how much silver should be required. I don't, I don't want to answer these questions. It's just, it, we'll just take what they give us and then we'll judge it once it's here is typically how I do it. McCheshire. Do you think the optional silver cost of, uh, of transmog will help take away the necessity to include items in the Eververse? No. I, I, I do think an apply all button, sure. Yeah, I, I could see that for shaders. Um, I think some folks are potentially reading a little too much into Luke Smith's update. Um, just a little bit too much, okay? I don't think they are going to gut the Eververse. I don't think they are doing this and then they're going to put less things in the Eververse. I don't, I, I don't think that's what's going on. I'm concerned that this is going to be one of those games of Destiny Community Telephone, and we're going to get into September, and people are going to be like, look at this, Bungie lied, they said they were going to start putting less stuff in the Eververse, and look at what they did, Uh, they got all this stuff in the Eververse again. Okay, let's just all slow down. Bungie is not gutting the Eververse. Bungie's not going to put less stuff in the Eververse. More than likely, whatever they put in the Eververse will still hit the same quantitative number almost every single season. They're just shifting some things out of the Eververse. They will likely be supplanted. They will likely have an armor set every season. Ornaments for the exotics. You know, they'll have shaders and ghosts and sparrows. All those things will still be in there. Finishers will be in there. So... I'm being hard on this because I'm really worried folks read this twab and they're like, oh, dude, the Eververse is getting nerfed or gutted. No, it's not. They're creating new priorities and new standards so that anytime there's thematic armor or items, it won't be in the Eververse. And then the only thing they said that will no longer be in there are legendary weapon ornaments. Again, that doesn't mean they won't be supplanted by something else. So I don't want to get a week into September and have all these people going crazy with rants and complaints and posts on Reddit like, oh, Bungie lied about the Eververse. No, they didn't. I believe people are putting, they're, they're, they're really, really mushrooming what this, this blog said into, oh, the Eververse is getting gutted and nerfed. Absolutely not. It's a reprioritization done in an effort to respect our requests about don't put thematic items in the Eververse and putting things like that as earnables in the game. Those are two requests from the community that they are attempting to meet. That does not mean that they are going to gut it and nerf it. And if anything, there'll be just as many items in there because now they're getting more people attuned to the idea that you can earn ornamental things in the game and customize the way you like the way you look, I'm sorry, and then maybe you're more likely to go buy stuff. Yeah, and he specifically said legendary weapon ornaments will no longer be in there, so. 
Iron uh, Iron Man Mark. Do you think that we will be able to transmog armor from year one? We had this question already. I'm not sure. We'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. Savage Shark Bite. Do you think that we should be able to apply these ornaments on exotic armor pieces? Yeah, I already answered this one because I saw it and I knew it was coming. I do not think so, no. Exotic armor should retain its appearance properties. Bungie makes ornaments for them to change, but outside of that, no. You should not be able to take, like, a Tangled Shore helmet and make your Skull of the Dire Ahamkara or your Worm Husk look like a Tangled Shore helmet. That's just odd to me. Um... With transmog coming, do you think that we are more or less likely to get gear set bonuses? I don't find these things related, okay? I don't find them related. So, if you want me to make a prediction about set bonuses, I think Gambit Prime was an attempt at them kind of fiddling around with that. And with the level of customization we have right now, with the level of power that we can have from some of the customization my concern would be set bonuses would be overkill we don't really need set bonuses now if you want to do set bonuses that enable you to get bonuses and benefits in raids and stuff their answer to that request are the mods so that you don't feel like you have to run the raid armor in the raid you can wear your favorite armor and then you slot the mod that's because right now if you're going to go do like enhanced relay defender I don't got to change my armor out well I kind of do I personally think raid mods should be applicable all the time. I don't think a raid mod should be trapped in its season. I think that kind of defeats the purpose of their the spirit. The spirit of the raid mod is to empower you to not disrupt your loadout, and yet they kind of are. So I think a quality of life update that should come is that raid mods should transcend the season that they land in. So that if I suddenly want to go back and run garden, I can still run those those raids. Uh, I'm sorry, those raid mods. I had some subs come in that I didn't thank here. We got Joski with 25 months. We got 37 months from First Blood. And then Stubby J, two months. Thanks for continuing to provide the community with well-thought discussions and topics. Thank you. And then Demented Adam with eight months. Thanks for all the content. Keep me sane, uh, sane through this uh, time. Appreciate that. Um, so, yeah. I um, Gear set bonuses are probably not coming. I just don't think so. It would feel like overkill. I mean, we don't need more power right now. We are so unbelievably strong. We had a debate about that this morning. People are like, oh, Destiny 2 is so much easier than Destiny 1. The raids are so much easier. No, no, they're not. Just slow slow the frick down for a second. We're just so ridiculously strong. Go play Last Wish and don't cheese any of it. And you'll see that these raids are, these raids are actually pretty freaking hard. Most of the time, it comes down to the fact that we are just unbelievably strong. We don't need more power. Um, so, since we're getting uh, a raid every year, the mods should be good for a year. Um, yeah, maybe. So it turns out I accidentally made my NA account EU. GG's only. Oh my gosh, Harry. T-Funk. Should transmog destroy the item in order for it to become an ornament? And number two, oh, Bungie, T-Funk's getting around the question limits. How can Bungie make difficult bounties to unlock transmog and not make them tedious? Well, I don't know if it's going to be a bounty. I mean, it's going to be something on the item, probably, like activity counter or a point counter or something. I would think it'd just be like wear it and run, you know? Wear it and run activities would be my thought process. They're, they got to be careful because as I think what you're hinting at is it might be like, oh, just go to 
some area where enemies spawn constantly and you'll be able to unlock it like people do with the catalysts um should destroy the item in order for it to become an ornament um oh i don't know i don't know where i land on this there's a part of me that wants to say yes but then there's another part of me that would say why would it matter if it destroys it it means you don't have plans to wear it if it's got a great stat roll and you have no plans to wear something else then you wouldn't need to transmog it you could get another piece that you decide to do that with so I, I don't know it might this is where it could get a little it could get a little internally dissonant think of it this way you get a helmet to drop and it has great stats so you don't want to transmog it and break because that, that destroys it so you wait for a second helmet to drop and let's say that happens you get the second helmet you're like awesome and the stats on it are kind of bad so you're like yeah I definitely am going to want to transmog this one this is where the dissonance would come in if they make me wear the helmet in order to transmogrify the the the, the uh, armor well now you're making me wear an inferior piece to break it down and turn it into an ornament think of the trials helmet it's hard to get with a decent roll sure but if you require me to wear a poorly rolled piece of armor to turn it into an ornament I don't I don't know if I like that like I have a 61 trials helmet I mean maybe I got lucky it just feels really odd to me to be like well if you want to unlock this as a decorative thing it's going to get destroyed and you got to wear it so then you're only doing it with an item that's bad you're not going to destroy a good piece of armor I wouldn't think so maybe it shouldn't destroy it you know maybe it should be like hey cool congratulations this will now show up in the uh, the ornamental the ornamental section and if you only get one I mean I guess you have to wear it in order to like unlock it or something if you can get any instance of an item to count towards transmog I'm cool with destroying it again it would just be weird to say oh I'm gonna destroy the one that I like the least so then you gotta wear a bad one for a while does that make sense could it track across multiple helmets of the same type yeah maybe it's at a collection level so like as long as you've got the armor it's tracking your transmog process because that would be a concern oh man I finally got another trials helmet I'd love to turn this one into into an ornament and then you have to wear the bad one that would be kind of dumb if it's any helmet then you're golden then you're golden you'd be like well I only got one but I want to wear it to get progress on transmog uh animus control as a way to incentivize activity grind, what do you think about needing multiple copies of a piece of armor in order to transmog? We're very similar to the question we were just kind of dealing with. I don't know if I want to require multiple pieces to drop. I never even got there was two helmets. I didn't get the warlock helmet and the titan helmet, I think. I think both garden uh both helmets for me for garden I did not end up getting. Um no, I'm sorry. I didn't get the chess piece. I did not get the robes for the warlock. And then I didn't get the helmet for the titan. Just super weird. You're going to require me to get two of these to get transmog? I 
I, or three or whatever. I, I don't know. You got to be careful. Um, it's got to be reasonable. In-game effort to me doesn't say you need multiple drops. That doesn't that doesn't communicate that to me. The Mo, the Mojave Mailman. In your mind, what does aspirational armor mean? Armor akin to pinnacle weapons that is unique or more akin to raid armor? Well, it would be like you, it would be aspirational meaning it's got it had to have great stats. It, you would be basically and this is why I think the armor in the tower sharing geometry is probably okay because it seems like the spirit of the twab was we want to put more stuff out in the game out in the world out in the game and because of that we don't want the armor in the tower to be that great you really should be going out and pursuing really good armor elsewhere so you'd be getting better stats i would think would that make grind better if it's harder to transmog pinnacle gear into ornaments yeah i don't know because then it's like oh i finally got it and now i gotta I, a, yeah I wouldn't I don't know if you want to destroy I don't know if we want to implement destroying the item I would be concerned that that would create that internal dissonance of well I like it I have to destroy it that's kind of weird and then somebody would say well if you're turning it into an ornament doesn't that mean that you don't want to wear it anyway you're wanting to wear something else so naturally destroying it should be easy I feel like there's a couple ways to approach that risky TV with the raid armor, if you transmog it, it could potentially limit people wanting to do the raid. What? In order to stop this, should Bungie make it so challenge to unlock transmog on raid armor should be done in the raid itself? Well, sure. Like, I, and that's what I outlined when this first came up. I was like, it should be like run the raid with the helmet on. X number, kill X number of raid bosses wearing the helmet. Uh, a random fat guy. Do you think gear you get from different activities should cost different amounts depending on the difficulty of the activity? If you're talking about the investment, then maybe, you know, transmogging the, you know, the armor from the tower could be easier than transmogging, you know, raid armor. If you're talking about silver, then I would say no, it needs to be universal. You're literally buying an ornament. Samantha question mark <laughs> with the decrease in Eververse use in the future what uh, what would you be fine with them being sold for silver see uh, this is another this is another presumptive and just bad 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 perspective they, they did not say there's going to be a decrease of the Eververse's use in the future they never said that so you guys have got you I'm telling you I'm going to be really hard on this kind of stuff cuz this is exactly what the community does. You create a narrative and it goes to the community like a bad game of telephone. We're going to get to September and there's going to be all these angry posts about Bungie lied about there was going to be less Eververse presence in the game. That's not a thing. They're not they did not say there's going to be less Eververse use. They simply didn't. Zuverdy should Bungie let us turn special ornaments into universal ones, like Trials of the Nine or Factions? And should Bungie give players who don't have faction ornaments a way to earn them? I mean, I, this is this would be fine for me. You could just turn them into universal ornaments, honestly, and just put them in everybody's inventory. You know, I would say maybe do it in a way where 
maybe do it in a way where you can bring back the factions to some degree um you know i i still i still think that the i still think that the uh the factions should be able to come back to some level sammy atari uh Similar to Anthem, what would you think of shaders that strictly change the material look of the armor? Yeah, near the end of the video, I actually said, I think Anthem got it right. Um, so, Cacus makes a title saying, Bungie gutting the Eververse and folks are losing their minds. Wait, does that, did Cacus title his video that way? So that's what I'm saying, like, I, you have to be really, really careful. We create our own narratives and then want to, like, get angry at Bungie. Like, Luke Smith basically comes down and says, hey, we're making some changes to Eververse that have been long requested by the community, and this is how we're going to implement it. And then people are like, oh my gosh, they're gutting the Eververse. The Eververse is getting, it's getting destroyed. And it's like, no. Um, search results, web results, Bungie gutting Eververse, year six confirmed. Yeah, I, my title is literally big Eververse update coming. That's it. That's the title of my video. It's a big, it's a big Eververse update. So I, I don't think it's helpful to create the narrative that like, oh, it's getting gutted because then September's gonna hit. Bungie's gonna do a normal update to the Eververse, and everyone's gonna be like, "Yep, look at this. You see? It's just, just they just lie to us. They just tell us whatever they would." And then when you actually talk with them, like, where do they say that? Oh, this blog. Okay, well, can we go read it? Because that's not what they said. Uh, but to answer Sammy's question before moving on, I do think Anthem got that right with being able to change the item from like looking worn, looking new, looking shiny and having texture. Bungie's done some pretty cool shaders recently that are more texture oriented. So I think that's good. Uh, in the same title, he says year six confirmed. Oh yeah. Cause people were like, Oh, there's a year six. Because they gave an example given in a a parenthetical statement. (laughs) Year 6 confirmed. With transmog on the way, does that make the collection tab more useful? I don't know what you mean by this. The collection tab should become a new, like, the new version of the vault, I would think. If they could do it right, where you could store roles and stuff in there. Martian police. In regards to transmog, should shaders be added to exotic weapons and exotic weapon ornaments? I mean, I could get behind this. I think that would be nice to be able to like put a shader on something. Um, they let you, they let you put, uh, they let you put shaders on the, or, you know, the armor. So I would, I would definitely say that that would be the route that they could continue to take that. But that I wouldn't want to go any farther than that. We don't want to transmog, you know, exotics, guns, or exotic armor. Is there a way that they could make the earning in a way that you would make, like, change your mind about transmog and destiny? Well, if earning transmog is literally, like, play for five minutes, well, then I have a serious problem with that. I don't think they're going to do that because it's in-game effort or silver. So they're not going to make the in-game effort literally nothing. It's going to be something. Or there wouldn't need to be an option to buy it. So. Knob. With transmog coming in the future, this will incentivize people to chase sets like weapons. How do you think armor pursuit could be changed to let people target specific pieces, stats, rolls on armor? 
this is where rerunning a raid or even an activity where you know boots or something are dropping um I would think that would be a good way of doing it so you know well I still haven't gotten a good pair of boots from the raid and you just keep rerunning the raid because you know where the boots drop now somebody might say well wouldn't you just keep rerunning the same checkpoint because that's where the boots drop that's where you have to again protect players from themselves so you would say hey you can get non-powerful drops from the raid but they only the drops only reset after one entire completed run like opener fight one two three and four all have to be satisfied in order to reset your non-powerful drops if there's a way for them to do that so then you just keep running the raid hoping to get what you're looking for you know the boots drop in fight number two or something um I outside of that, outside of areas like the raid, I do think sometimes rotation of armor is helpful, like they do with trials, or just knowing where particular pieces drop and going there. The challenge becomes, well, what do you do with like the strike playlist? What do you do with the crucible? Do you just have the random items dropping so eventually you get a full set? But then your question is, I want to target a specific piece with stats. I think you should be able to do that. This is where boons, B-O-O-N-S, boons, where you get it and you activate the boon, and while it's active, a particular gun or armor piece has a drop, a chance to drop, and in the shot, you know, the chance goes up the longer you play. You know, so you could like tier it right the the boon grind would be the most generic way to grind for armor and then a more specific way would be like oh it's helmet weekend trials or oh i'm gonna keep rerunning the raid so you could you could you could do it that way 69 questions nice if if you do it that way i'd be i'd be okay with that you you don't want to turn everything into a weapon frame for a long long time that was what i did i wanted i wanted ada's bounties her weapon bounties everywhere but the more people push back on that notion and after season of dawn i changed my position i was like no we don't want literally weapon frames everywhere we want a boon like a thing that says this is the weapon that i would like and then you go and run activities and it has a chance to drop from the boss or the end of activity screen like in crucible again the idea being you're giving me you're giving me the intentional pursuit the targeted farm but it's in a way where it's not transactional on a bounty do 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 oh i got I, I got a bunch of kills cool bam you click the bounty and you get something step it up a level how do you feel that they can make shaders ornaments be more desirable better design or make them extremely rare drops ships seem more desirable like ttk raid one I mean, do you want to make shaders and ornaments more desirable? I th- This is a subjective question. Because I think some of the ornaments and shaders are amazing, and some people think that they're hideous. It just depends. You might look at an ornament and think it's the, it's the stupidest looking thing ever, and somebody else might be like, no, that's awesome, and I, it's going to go great with XYZ armor and color scheme that I like to run. Sage. 
How do you feel about the current cost of shaders as they relate to current other mechanisms to spend glimmer and shards? I don't really understand why you make me spend glimmer and shards to pull shaders out of the collections. I feel like that could be removed. I don't think that that's a necessary thing. Simplify the whole process. Once you get the shader, you got the shader. And then it's just like in a shader menu. And you can apply it, apply all, or whatever. As opposed to being like, oh, I'm out of new monarchy succession shaders. Let me go buy some? Like, what the frick? I, I, it doesn't... Uh, it, just doesn't, it just doesn't seem necessary. It doesn't seem necessary to be charging us that anymore. It seems like a, a complete unnecessary uh, conversion or currency tender. Related to appearance, do shaders need to be unified somewhat? Not enough that they become samey, but enough to be mixed and matched. This doesn't seem like a question that is in line with how many shaders are um, unified. And this feels like a very specific request. Like, you want to mix and match more, so Bungie should do a better job of, like, what? Adding, like, for me, red, white, and black shaders so I can do more mixing and matching? Like, oh, I love the texture that comes from Midnight Smith, but I'd love my boots to be more shiny. I don't think they need to do anything with the shaders. Now, you might be able to get what you want, Critter, if they said you can change an individual piece's texture or... Is it worn? Is it new? Is it old? Is it scratched up? If you could change at that level the appearance of an item. Or as I said a little bit ago, like, let me just like rotate, let me rotate the shader. That might give you more customization. So then you could like, you could rotate, you could rotate the shader on the boots so that maybe I want the red to be up here and the buckles to be silver and then down here I want to be you know what shader am I running yeah and then down here I want gold if you could adjust where the colors land then you don't necessarily need to mix and match one shader with another you would you would adjust the shaders application per item uh remorse 91 do you think the price should match the grind and do you think the ornament unlock will be a piece by piece basis or the entire set well, it said the actual piece is unlocked as an ornament. That that phrase doesn't make sense with respect to the whole set. I feel like sometimes you guys just need to read the blog before asking questions. So, like, you guys keep asking questions that are answered in the blog. Like, it literally talks about turning an armor piece into an ornament. So your answer is right there uh, in the blog post. It And did, did, should the price match the grind? I don't know what you mean by that. I don't know how I can throw out a silver price to match a grind, and I don't know what the grind is yet. Like, I don't, I have zero clue how much they're going to ask you to do. I would think they'll charge you five bucks to turn it into an ornament. Five bucks. 500 silver would be what I would think. But I throw that number out, and it, I, I may be completely off basis. People might be like, that's too expensive. That's a ripoff. That's stupid. I, d- I don't like getting into these these discussions because it's like, there's just no way to know. Once it lands, I'll interact with what they outline. Zuverdi. With how many legendary sets there are, should Bungie set some restrictions to the amount of armor you can turn into an ornament, considering there will be players that turn every set they have into ornaments? Well... I forget when we talked about this. There's been a couple of times um, that I said 
you should be able to remove ornaments you know so you don't have like a cluttered menu and then also you should only be able to have like 10 active ornaments I don't need more than that I'm not changing the appearance of my helmet enough to where I, I don't I don't need 38 ornaments in here there are some that I would happily remove from this list and then I would add others right I would get rid of that. I'm never going to use Scuba Steve. I'm just not going to use um, Mihalova's Triumph. I'm, I'm never going to put Scuba Steve on my guy. I'm never going to put, uh, you know, Mushroom Head. I'm never going to wear that one. Uh, I'm just not. I, just, I don't like it. And so I would delete those from the list. Um, that one actually turned out a lot better uh, than, than some of the others for this season. I would probably never use this one. Like... I would love to fill this section with ornaments that I want and remove the ones I don't. Um, like, we do we need both of these? Probably not. I'd probably get rid of, you know, Mr. Pushbroom here, and but I would keep this one. Um, so, for me, for me personally, I've already kind of said, you want to limit it. If they have to limit the UI to make it more usable, the UI needs to be redesigned. No, I don't believe, I don't, I don't agree with that. No. Sometimes UI naturally needs constraints and restrictions to make it more usable. Um, that's just the nature of UI. It's an, it's a user interface, and sometimes usability needs to be restrained a little bit, and I think that'd be a good way to do it. We don't need eight, eight, 80 ornaments in there. I mean, after a year, it's going to get kind of absurd. So I just... I don't know. I, I think that's a really unfair platitude to be like, well, if you have to limit the UI to make it more usable, then it needs to be redesigned. Like, talk about a false dichotomy. I don't think it's torn between those two things. I think restructuring UI to make it more usable doesn't mean it needs to be completely redesigned. And you, why would you, do you need 90 ornaments? Do you need 50, 20, 30? How many you know ornaments do you need? How often are you changing them? And also... As, as like as not as long as it's not permanent and I could go in here and pull them back out to make to make to make room for them great as a UI designer I approve of that cognitive overload is in fact a thing right like I actually found some of the books I read when I worked at a web design company what well, was a, it was a development company and they were getting into web design and usability and cognitive overload and limitation of clicks uh, and pers- what was the one thing called gradual engagement all these are things that have been studied and done they, you know they've done tests and tests and tests and some of it has to do with brain science and how our eyes work so you it it this 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 gets defeated this this entire scene gets defeated if I go here and it's literally all the way down to the bottom it's just a page of helmets and then I gotta like tab through the pages of helmets um Having shaders and maybe ornaments stuck in the collections menu makes customization more difficult. Well, no one suggested that. I suggested that you would go in and say, these are the 10 ornaments that I want to have access to at all times, and you unlock them. And you would also say, I just store this one in the collections. Just, sco- just store Scuba Steve in collections. I don't need it, right? I may I may pull that out at a later date, right? I may pull that out at a later date, but like that that I don't need it right now. So... Just make a favorite system like finishers and emotes. True. It also seems like in general, Bungie just has to be careful with the UI. It does get a little, it does get a little, you know, this is one of the areas of the game that gets a little glitchy. 
gets a little buggy, a little frame droppy. Because it's 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 calling a lot of information up at once. Uh, Martian police. Is there an explanation as to why Bungie have made their business model, uh, aka Eververse, so player friendly? Well, they've not given an explanation, but I remember before Anthem came out, and there were I I lost count of how many people clickbaited the pricing of Anthem's cosmetics. And this is before Anthem was released. And I came to Anthem's defense and said, there is no way they launch with the pricing structures that we saw. I said, and this is how I phrased it, a functioning cosmetic store in a grindy game only works if you have like a player base that's playing and invested and then cares enough to spend like a little bit extra and I said the types of players that are going to grind and going to put lots amount of hours in are not going to be the types of players that want to buy a $20 Fortnite skin the mentality of the player is different okay you're not that young mobile game Fortnite game I need the newest hottest skin like most players that play games like Anthem and Destiny are I think less likely to accept an overpriced overbaked cosmetic store okay so I'm using the same logic here Bungie has progressively at every turn attempted to take our feedback about the Eververse and make those adjustments they removed RNG they made it way a whole lot more obvious about direct purchase options. They've given us more items that are earnable instead of less. They went from 50% being silver only to only 20% of the items being silver only. People wanted to know, what will be silver only? Can you tell us? And they did tell us. They're now telling us when there is a silver only item. These are all changes that are directly from the community. Don't put items in the Eververse that look like they should be in the raid or like, you know, like they said, like thematic um, thematic items, right? And they're doing that. They're taking those items out. Uh, what's the other thing that they're doing? Well, they're giving solo players an option to earn more bright dust. We'll have to wait and see if that bright dust earn rate doesn't net you anymore as if you have multiple characters it might only net people more if they're a solo player the rest of us may just continue to earn roughly the amount uh roughly the amount that we were you know previously earning um they're no longer going to sell legendary you know weapon ornaments these are all things that we've directly requested and that's why i've been the one that kind of takes up for the eververse i'm like this doesn't work if they just do whatever the frick they want. So when people are like, they focus more on the Eververse than the rest of the game. Thoughtless, easy clickism. That's not true. You know, they're just trying to, you're just trying to, they're just greedy. They're just trying to make more money off of us. I mean, I guess that's partially true. They do want to make more money off us. So they've, they've continued to do this to make it player friendly because this is the type of player base. This is exactly the line of thinking I used with Anthem. I was like, you're never going to get a scummy cosmetic store off the ground. You won't. You won't. It simply won't work. You have too many people. They're too passionate. They're too committed. Like you can't, you would never get, you'd never get away with it. According to Reddit, the Eververse was best in year one since everything gave bright dust and you could earn everything through bright engrams. Read a highly upvoted comment chain that will never get an Eververse as generous back then. 
it it makes me laugh that people will say that lightly but then those same people will say that Bungie focuses more now on the Eververse than they used to back then and they put more items in the Eververse than they used to back then like the cognitive dissonance is just it's it's staggeringly stupid they put way more in back then because they were so generous so being that generous necessitated more quantitative items to shove in there and most of them were just reskins like eight different versions of the same ghost like you're arguing for such a stupid brain dead system that existed back then it was awful you were just getting a bunch of junk but we could break it down for bright dust bit like I don't even know if the Bright Dust earn rate back then actually was better. I just think it was because you felt like you were consistently getting Bright Dust from breaking stuff down. You can consistently get Bright Dust now from da- from uh, from weeklies and repeatables. They, of necessity, had to increase the quantity of the Eververse back then so much more. You had to buy stuff from collections uh, with Bright Dust. I can get some cosmetics more than I did then because I don't have to uh, to board everything in my vault and buy it again. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. You had to buy you had to buy stuff from the collections with Bright Dust. You guys remember that? <laughs> uh, the Bright Dust earn rate was better. I just wonder if that's even true though. I really do. How much Bright Dust could you get in a given week? How many items? Back then, was it th- here's the other thing here's the other catch you say the bright dust earn rate was better but there were less items available for bright dust back then you had no idea if something was going to be silver only there was no direct purchase option and then the only way to get items intentionally was to buy an rng loot box so i guess go back to that if that's what you think is so much better like these reddit threads like (laughs) go back to that it was you know that was so much better i guess I had 88,000 Bright Dust and Opulence. There was no Silver Only originally. Yeah, that wasn't even an option back then, right? I don't even remember how that worked. People don't remember the level throttling that was happening to slow down Bright Dust earn rate. Oh, that's right! That happened back then, too! Yeah. Little based. Should the grind for ornamentation be related to where the armor is retrieved from? We already answered that question. Um, Gandalf77. Should transmog be limited to grinding specific areas to unlock the transmog? We've already answered that one as well. Um, Sloth. Do you think the grind or whatever is going to be so long to incentivize more purchase of silver? We already answered that. Darksider. Do you think the system will lead to an increase in power creep for seasonal armor mods to encourage players to farm new armor? As with transmog, once you get the perfect roll, there is no point to grind for new armor. I feel like they are trying to get people to shuffle forward with the seasonal mod slot format. Like eventually you're just like, well, I want, I want to use the new thing. Like eventually you're going to say if, if right now you are totally happy with your armor set and the mods. Okay. And a portion of the armor came from this season. Well, you can use the mods next season in the summer, but then September rolls around and you're like, well, there's new things and I can't use them. And your question gets at the issue. Will that lead to power creep then? Because how are you going to make me put my build away? Well, it's got to be something stronger, right? I still firmly believe the answer is so much simpler than that. The answer is positive modifiers in the Grandmaster Nightfall that makes the new mods better. 
So then you're naturally saying, well, if I want to do the new Grandmaster, if I want to get the new Grandmaster rewards, because Bungie, I think, is going to start putting dope stuff in Grandmaster, I think in Season 11, the next season, it's going to be that armor set they pulled out of the Eververse. If you want to do that, you need to use the new mods. Well, you don't need to. I'm sorry. You don't need to. If you do, you'll be stronger. So, that always encases, that's like a very subtle sort of sunset. So next season, the summer mods are made stronger by powerful modifiers in the Grandmaster Nightfall. So for that entire season, if you really want to maximize Grandmaster Nightfall runs, you're going to want to invest in and experiment with the new mods. And then September rolls around, and then the Grandmaster Nightfalls in that season do the same thing. They push you to the seasonal mods that land in September. There's no power creep then. All your great builds from the summer, they're still great, they're still strong, but they're not quite as strong because now the modifiers are leaning toward toward the new mods you hope that gets implemented that in my mind is the only way that's the only way you do this because this question is right darksiders got this you're gonna have to do power creep for just one activity though well yeah maybe I don't know opinions get you banned where else would you put these modifiers? Grandmaster seems to be the only place to really pile on modifiers, so like I don't know where else you would do this. Just take the spirit of what I'm saying and maybe put it in other places. Maybe the seasonal activity, I don't know. Unless they do sunsetting of armor as well. Oh, I just worry that sunsetting can become a monster that people feel is devouring the game. Sunsetting weapons make sense because the perks themselves hit a ceiling and you're never going to surpass those perks. So you got to like have soft weapon retirement so people shuffle to other weapons. With armor, what's the real problem with armor? It's not the armor. It's not. It's the it's the mods themselves. Thank you uh Zerio by Mirio. I appreciate that. You see what I'm saying? Powerful friends right now is one of the biggest problems with the armor system. Because if you're a hunter, you have zero reason to ever really take that off. Oh, but war mind cells. Really? I can dodge every nine seconds and heal. What 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 do I need war mind cells for? Now, if you would have made war mind cells stronger in Grandmaster Nightfalls with modifiers, well then I'd probably consider it. It's a similar concept to what they have going with the artifact weapon mods changing each season. Right. You rotate out the you rotate out the dominance by doing it. There, there the flags go. You rotate out the dominance, basically. They're sunsetting armor with mod slots. No, they're not. That's not sunsetting sticky because I can infuse that armor for forever, forever. My hunter right now with his powerful friend's build. That's a charge with light build. He gets a nine second cooldown on his dodge, and with Worm Husk, that means I can heal myself every nine seconds. Okay. I can use that for forever. I can always infuse that armor set. That's not sunsetting. I have a 68 void helmet. Why would I ever use something else? Exactly. Whenever they outlined Armor 2.0 in like, what was that? September or a little bit before? 
that, go back and watch my coverage of that. That was the first question I asked. I said, how are you going to scale that? How on earth are you going to scale that? If I get a god tier set of armor, get everything set up exactly how I want it, why would I ever get rid of that armor? Well, the seasonal slots are cool. Sure, but eventually you run into the problem that Darksiders enumerating here. Eventually you're going to have to power creep because you're going to end up with some builds that are clearly better than others with respect to like end game viability, survivability, damage, all those things. And then how do you unseat those? Not literal sunsetting, wrong word, but pushing you forward. I don't disagree with you, real sticky. It does push you forward. So, like, right now, if I want to get ready for the summer season, okay, I'm naturally being pushed forward. So, I am wearing this, okay? So, this can only go up to season 10. So, naturally, I might want to find some gauntlets to prepare myself for next season. Okay, same thing here. This can only go to season 10. So right now, I'm softly motivated to shuffle forward with a couple pieces of armor so that they could be able to interact with the summer seasonal mods. But if the summer seasonal mods are as exciting as the Warmind Cell ones, it's kind of a flash in the pan. It's like, oh, well, I mean, Warmind Cells were cool and all, but they just, they didn't feel necessary. Why do I, do I want to disrupt my entire loadout to create Warmind Cells? I don't need it. That's why I feel like the modifiers in a Grandmaster Nightfall would feel like the closest to saying need without like forcing me to run a curated loadout. If you really want to run a Grandmaster Nightfall efficiently, you're going to want to run Warmind Cells because there's three or four perks that that make Warmind Cells better, stronger, blah, blah, blah. You could do modifiers in a raid too. But again, the spirit of what I'm saying is, is if you don't create an environment where those 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 seasonal mods are really dope or really strong, they're either going to fall by the wayside or they're going to power creep. They're going to creep right up on us. Ya boy. Should the in-game grind for unlocking transmog be more universal or focus on the activity? I've already answered this. I think focus on the activity it came from. I thought it was free. Should transmog be item-based or set-based? I think item-based is fine. Patman, do you think that we should end up with the same ornament for all armor sets just because it's your favorite style? I mean, I like the Kate 6 cloak, but I don't want to have it six times. We could end up with the same ornament for all armor sets? I, I don't know what you're talking about. This is completely up to you. You can wear whatever the frick you want right now with respect to the ornaments. Like, if you suddenly decided that that's all you wanted to wear, that's your choice. That's you doing it. Your question, I'm confused by your question. Small King. Do you think Transmog will also be sold in the Eververse? Oh, we already answered that one. That's that one misunderstands Transmog. We actually answered that uh, outside of Q&A. Luke Smith stated aspirational activities will reward power items and vanity. Do you believe that power could refer to a return to glory for raid weapons? Um, Probably not. I think he just means power like a source of leveling and then the items. Um, Now, a return to glory for raid weapons I think is coming simply because he said they can't make weapons interesting enough so sunsetting will enable them to do that. I think he's handled that question separately. So, just got locked in the warehouse at work. What? Golden. Do you think Bungie should charge silver to unlock transmog on armor that comes from aspirational activities? I don't have a problem with this, and here's why. Okay? 
if you unlock the transmog by grinding and the guy next to you unlocks the transmog by spending silver you both still engage with the aspirational content and got the armor he earned the, the guy next to you that decides to swipe his credit card to get the silver to just unlock transmog he still earned the helmet he went into the aspirational content and it and it dropped he therefore can do whatever he wants with it it's his i'm fine with that just because it's aspirational i mean doesn't mean that somebody shouldn't be able to buy the the transmog with silver i i don't i don't have a problem with that at all they he went into the raid he got the raid helmet he doesn't like the stats he wants to just uh, i want to make this an ornament right now for five bucks i want to wear this right now i have a great helmet already and he spends the money i don't have a problem with that they earned it having to earn the armor first is important precisely i think that keeps things in balance because no one can claim oh you've trivialized the raid gear no he went in and got it what are you talking about light leap as transmog looks to be an investment grind how do you think destiny has balanced investment versus rng drop grind in the past what were some of the best examples of both well i think you guys know what i'm going to say i think wrath of the machine wrath of the machine gave you rng drops in the raid but it also gave you a currency for investment and that currency was very simple you could make keys for extra drops or re-roll your armor for better for better versions and it's like to me the amount of time it took to get all the currency and then how quickly you would burn through it re-rolling i was fine with it it wasn't like re-rolling something in the tower i've earned the raid armor and you're giving me the option to re-roll it and that only happens if i'm grinding the raid which is to me an equal trade of time i'm not running some lost sector or some public space grind for relic iron that i then re-roll a piece you know a gun with or or a piece of armor with i i have to be grinding wrath in order to re-roll and then you are still getting rng oh this is another one i more more recently thank you online buffalo menagerie rng on the rolls you get to choose the item and the masterwork i think the currency earn rate for menagerie should have been tweaked though it was it was no fun to have 60 runes of a kind you have zero interest in and you just can't get the right rune to drop i didn't like that layered element of the of the rng man i just want to make a bunch of hand cannons can you can you please just drop the freaking rune that i need at the very least they could have let you convert the runes like okay i have 60 runes for a class item can i convert these 60 runes into maybe 20 of the ones you know like a three to one or something i think menagerie was very very close i just think the currency earn rate for those particular uh for the runes could have been a little bit more streamlined and then give me the ability to convert because there's nothing worse than like, oh man, this is great intentionality, this is awesome, let me go make the gun that I want, and then, I mean, look at look at where I am now, because the last couple times I did it, I really burned through my stuff. So like, right now, I have 66 Rune of Gluttony, and I have 5 Rune of Desire. Well, let me convert some of these Rune of Gluttonies, please, or let me go somewhere and buy these, or give me a specific instance of like, okay, do the bounties, then you're going to earn the one that you want or something. Yeah, I think Warner needed a conversion place. Or I could be able to just I should be able to just come in here and click A to apply or Y to convert. And I would press Y and it would open up a menu and it would just say how many do you want? 
you can still buy them on Nessus. You can't buy the runes that you want from Nessus. What are you talking about? That's not a thing. You can open the chest for a chance at the one that you're looking for or run the rune finder. Go to the Kala statue to convert them. Wait, you can convert them at Callus? Yeah, there's no... Are you, oh, you suggesting that? I was like, there's no conversion. They, we, we wanted that. There's, that's not a thing. You guys are making suggestions. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether it's Callus or Werner or in the chalice itself, who gives a frig? Just let us do it. But to answer Light Leap's question, I think those are two good examples of RNG and investment kind of, kind of uh, I think, coexisting in a pretty good way. Who is Revel? How do you think Transmog will affect armor like the Gambit Prime set whose appearance provides in-game benefits that need to be relayed to the opposing team? The Gambit is such a specific example. I would say anytime Bungie does something cool like this, the Gambit Prime armor is going to say, yeah, we can't play. We can't play along. Martian Police. Do you think that the quality of cosmetics is going to drop now that they are going to become more accessible? No, and that's subjective anyway. T-Funk. Do you think sunsetting weapons and transmog help the overall database issues? I don't honestly know, T-Funk. Because I, I, transmog potentially adds its own, its own host of database problems. Because you have to be able to call the appearance of any item that I've unlocked. So that database has to be very, very flexible. I can call the appearance of any item I've done this with. I mean, that, that's, that might be a, a pretty significant strain and a new, uh, you know, uh, that, that might have to become a brand new database. Um, so. Remorse. Do you think, do you see it as a possibility that transmogging armor will cost endgame materials as more of an incentive to do Master and Grandmaster Nightfalls? It said in-game effort remorse, so I'm not going to go this far just yet. I, I, I didn't get the impression it's going to be a material thing. Toby. Could this potentially lead to transmogging weapons of the same archetype? We answered this a little bit earlier. I don't think that's a good idea. Ya boy. Probably been asked, but just in case. Uh, But should they look into transmog for weapons? Yeah, that's the same question that just got asked. Martian. By being able to earn ornaments through strikes, do you think that the strike-specific loot complaint has been addressed? Well, we don't know if they're going to do that, but that would be a way, I guess, of putting something in there. Uh, through 31. Late Eververse Twab question, did Bungie ever say why there are no sparrow horns in D2? No. Uh, could they come back? I mean, maybe that could be an item they add. I, I doubt that's easy, right? Maybe they're just trying to avoid adding sound files to the game because those traditionally are the ones that take up more space. Even if it's a short horn, you know, you add 100 horns over the course of the year, that might kind of add up. I don't know how much space they could conceivably take up. I know audio files tend to be pretty big. Same with cutscenes. Tickles. When do you play D2? I ask because every time I watch a stream, you're in orbit or just chatting. Um, it's real simple. Uh, I do whatever I want and enjoy uh, enjoy your permanent ban. So thanks for stopping by. Don't come back. Phase shift. With transmog coming back, what would your thoughts be on the appropriate amount of silver? I've already said I don't want to answer that question. I, I kind of said 500, but whatever. I don't want to I don't want to give random totals. So, no, I'm being hardball. I'm being hardlined on this stuff. I am. I'm just permitting people that want to come in and hijack Q&A with stupid questions. So, find somewhere else to hang out. How do you think transmog storage will work? 
we already get limited places for finishers i we talked about this a little bit a little bit ago like i should be able to unlock 10 and then you know mix and match because i don't need them all i really don't i don't need them all so um root could transmog cause bungie to sell less universal ornaments in the eververse and instead make eververse ornaments in-game armor drops well they're they're doing they're doing this so but i don't think this is going to lead to like oh they're going to sell less i do i think that I think that they're going to have an Eververse every season that has a certain number of items. They've just committed to not having ornaments in the Eververse that are thematically rooted in the game. The way that, like, the Sparrow that looked like the Divinity. You know, they don't want to do that. They really don't. And so, but that doesn't mean they're going to have less. I'm going to continue, really, really continue to gut check that the eververse will be just as big and have just as many items in september they're establishing priorities and rules so you never go to the eververse and feel like well this should have been in the raid or this should have been in this strike that happened with the harpy shell the sparrow that looked like the divinity and then the ship that looked like the crimson keep people are like now hang on a freaking minute this should have been in the game trials of osiris ornaments another example that won't ever happen again that's a commitment that's not a shift in how many items will be in the eververse transmog turns every piece of armor in the game into a possible source of silver from every player exactly you just don't feel like being bothered with the grind and you feel like throwing five bucks or something you know um there you go i just thought someone was filtering the questions for lono no i i am to the point i am to the point where if i don't come down really hard on this Q&A will just become unwieldy and then the mods will have to babysit it. I have no problem handing out permas so people learn hard lessons. We've made it very clear that we don't want people submitting joke questions or trollish questions and if you're going to play stupid games, you're going to win stupid prizes. Like, I'm tired of tolerating willful stupidity. It's not... It's not a person that comes in and is like genuinely just too dumb to get it. It's willful. You're choosing to be stupid and a two by four to the face is what you're going to win as a prize. I, I just don't care anymore. I'm tired of having to scold and babysit Q&A because people are too thick to get it. So you're just going to get permas from now on. I don't care. I do, my stream will be just fine without those people. So. A coup de papa. Would you be okay with letting us cross-dress our characters, hunter ornaments on a warlock? This is where I'm going to come back to something that I said earlier, where too much freedom is bad and causes dilution. So that's that's definitely that would be, I think, a problem. You don't want to do this. This would be like transmogging weapons. I just I think this is a dilution of the identity of the game. So, um, and I know the questions go in chat and in your mind, like that should be a filter enough. I disagree. I, I don't want that to be the standard. Well, if somebody submits a dumb question, chat should catch it and then alert a mod and a mod should go delete it. No, it's a lot simpler than that. Don't be stupid. Like that's so much easier of a standard than asking you guys in the mods to like make sure we patrol chat for people that do that and most of the people that do it come in and have been following for 30 seconds anyway Avin J 
It seems between transmog and Eververse changes, Bungie is imposing the Eververse increasingly less on us. Do you think that this means that the current model, seasonal and direct purchase microtransactions, is working really well for them financially? I think we kind of knew this before the end of 2019, that it was working. The player base numbers were healthy, and there were, there were like revenue predictions about this. There were revenue predictions about how well they were doing. I don't think, though, that they're like, oh, we can scale back Eververse. We're having a lot of success. And then if they don't, if they stop having less success, they're going to suddenly start being more aggressive with it. I think it's a, it's a, it's a dance. It's a symbiotic dance, right? If they're respectful and do it right and weave it into the game right, I would think that that would lead to more purchases. You know, like there was a time where I forget what was going on and I said I'm more inclined to buy something now I forget when it was it might have been after when they you know what I think it was when they gave the increased bright dust for the winter event and they committed to telling us if something was silver only I said I'm more likely to spend money now because I feel like I'm being better informed as a consumer oh that's silver only yeah I'll take that that's fine or, or what did I say the one time when I spent silver on the, I think it was Doomfang ornament. People are like, but Lono, it's going to be bright dust in three weeks. I'm like, I don't care. I feel like I'm being respected as a consumer. I'm being informed and I am make a de- making a decision based on that information. So I spent money. I don't know. I feel that that's a thing that happens. Like if people feel like they have all the information they need to go on, they're way more likely to spend money because they're like, I get it. I know all of I know all the parameters and how this works. I'm going to give you $5 for this. I spend money on games I have no issue here and there dishing out an extra 20. I never feel scammed. Yeah. Yeah, I would buy the worm husk uh, ornament right now. I'd buy it <laughs> if it was available. I hate the natural look of it. Um, so Melodic Gamer not sure if this was covered, but how would unlocking the ornaments that are found in random legendary engrams work? I would think that this is where a raid helmet being converted into an ornament would be more demanding than like the Vanguard, the Vanguard helmet, you know? It's a scam. Items are so overpriced. Well, you would need to look up the definition of the word scam because it's not a. It's not. It doesn't fall under the definition of a scam. So you've you've now launched into your assertion with a faulty premise, and then saying it's overpriced is subjective. The price of an item is in relation to market demand, so it can't be overpriced. That's not a possibility. It's it's that's not a thing that can be said. So you just said two things that are false. Like number one, it's not a scam according to the definition of a scam. And number two, number two, you can't claim something's overpriced that has no inherent and clear measurable value. It's not like it's it's not like an item that you can you can assign like parts and labor to. It's its price is determined by market demand, which means willing consumers are in relation to the price that is set. So faulty premise and false statement. Like you're just you're what you're saying isn't even it, it's not true at any level. Darth Eros. Do you think this will affect exotics? I d- no, we've already we've already went round and round uh, on exotics. 
Gracula. Why can't collections be the driving transmog page? If you ever got the armor, then you could click to activate it from collections. I they've not said any details other than that they are they are in looking into this. So we don't know. They may in, they may lean on collections for some of this. They've given us very very little detail. Uh, I love your movies. Leaning into the idea that earning armor to be able to transmog it, do you think that armor may be removed from vendors? i.e. raid armor i don't know i want a raid npc but i don't necessarily mean think this means armor is getting removed from vendors i mean they're adding they're doing vendor refreshes this september anyway maybe not the raid armor but you know what i'm saying what if they made pinnacle armor that would have really high stats that you could grind for and then people might want to grind to get cool transmog on it this is not a question Praetorian soil. Do you think shaders should not be consumables? I do, and it annoys me that I have to manage my shader inventory. We already talked about that. I don't even think that should cost anything. You should just manage your shaders from the, the collections screen, I think. And then just apply them from there. Uh, do you think that it, it was... Do you think with as bloated as the world drop pool is becoming, Bungie should consider having planetary engrams where the world drops can be a bit more targeted? I actually think they're going to do something with this because they said in this TWAB that some items from previous seasons, some guns from season of the Undying and Worthy and Dawn are going to be added to an Ingram next season. I think something's coming with that. I think they're going to be doing something like this and overhauling that particular thing. Patman, does the mod section in your inventory have any purpose left or could they let you get your favorite ornaments in there like shaders? This really isn't a question, it's just a suggestion. Uh, Prem. Skip, I've already answered. Are you worried that the grind to make an armor set from endgame be ornaments be too long? I'm not concerned about that, no. And in some respects, I don't want it to be super easy. It's got to land in the middle between too easy and too grindy. I think they gotta, they got to try to hit a nice balance. Patman. What ornament grind would be your uh, Everest where you find take my money? Oh, I don't know. You guys keep asking questions like that. I don't answer those. I'm not like, this is too much or too little. I'm being principled about it, but I don't have a number in mind. I just don't. Uh, Do you think the transmog is their attempt to alleviate crowded vaults? Being able to change your appearance means you only need to keep higher stat gear and not sentiment gear. (laughs) I don't know about you, Kidigmatic Echo, but I have a ton of armor, even even with the new ornament. Because I can ornament stuff. I still am getting crowded because I have so many high stat armor. And because of having to shuffle forward, I'm keeping some pieces just for Garden of Salvation mods. Like, I don't know, homie. This could be an attempt to help, but I don't know if it's still it's still not going to help me. Is it going to help you guys? Like, I feel like I have so many pieces of armor because the stats are decent. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm being too hordish about it. Like, I'm just hoarding. Um, I don't know. I'm t- I'm terrible about this. I'm 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 so bad about keeping stuff that I just end up never using. <laughs> I just end up never using it. This might be good one day. You know how many scouts I have where I've said that and rocket launchers. This might be good one day. Uh, Siliron. How would you feel about having uh, to shard or destroy an item to get to transmog it? We had this question super earlier. I just don't think you were here. I'm not a fan of having to destroy it. I think it's just you should be able to unlock it and then it just shows up. 
having to destroy it I think creates a weird dissonance because then you would only do it on a piece of armor with bad stats because you know you're going to destroy it and then you're being forced to wear a bad piece of armor to turn it into an ornament that's like a weird dissonance in the game I'd rather be like, oh cool, I got one, let me wear it to slowly unlock Transmog, instead of, oh I finally got it, ooh it's a good stat roll, I'd love to unlock Transmog, but that means I'd have to destroy a good piece of armor. That would create a weird tension in the game. You'd either have to destroy a good piece of armor, or wait for a bad one, and then you have to wear a bad one, like, that would create such a weird, odd, like I said, dissonance. It's like, I think requiring us to requiring us to destroy it creates tensions that aren't needed. It's just easier to say no, you don't have to destroy it. It's just that's way easier of a solution to say you just work, you just you just work and and uh, and unlock it. Not a question. Just want to let you know that I always enjoy watching your streams. I like the fact that you step back from the entire persona of a Bungie fanboy. And you see it from an outside perspective with logical thinking. Are you saying there was a time where I had the persona of a Bungie fanboy? I don't... I feel like that's a slam at the same time as a compliment. I don't feel like I ever had that persona. I've always been... I've always, I've always been pretty hard on them. I, I don't even get invited to events. <laughs> I don't even get invited to events. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I appreciate... I think you're trying to compliment me. Uh, it sounded like it might have been slightly backhanded. <laughs> I'm so glad you're no longer a sellout douchebag, Lono. It's so it's so refreshing to not have you acting like an a-hole. <laughs> what? Th- thanks? I think? <laughs> now, when people come in and say, it's a lot more chill here, you don't get as riled up and angry, therapy must be working, um, I usually take that as a compliment because I was a bit, I was a bit douchey and snippy. I still can get pretty snippy, but I've tried to be better about it. Um, <laughs> I try to smile through the pain when I answer like ten dumb questions. I'm like, come on, guys. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I didn't. I don't know if I. I would be interested to know when you thought I had the persona of a fanboy. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, love your content. Thanks for not being a giant bag of sh- like you used to. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, In any case, uh, that's going to do it for the questions, but don't go anywhere. I have something really, really cool to show you and to announce. You're not going to miss it. Uh, I'm going to do a little, I'm going to do a little unboxing uh, on the stream. So don't go anywhere. I'm going to run upstairs and grab it here in just a second. If you haven't clicked follow yet, that is a free way to support me. Uh, clicking follow is a free and easy way to not miss out on streams. If you're not here and you're listening to these elsewhere, the, the, the saved versions, the podcast versions, you can always find me at say no to rage.com. So if you're here, don't leave. If you're listening elsewhere, please like share and subscribe. <laughs> 